What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. And I'm your host, Zan. Today, it's part two of our interview with Carson Cruz from Pure Graded X. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed part one. Today, we're going to talk about some more things that weren't talked about in the previous. If you like that previous one, like I said, make sure to subscribe to this show. Make sure to check out Pure Graded X. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards. Just kind of help continue to support all of this content. Share it on social. Let's get more eyeballs on Pure Graded X. Let's get more eyeballs on my content because, well, I greatly appreciate it. And let's get into part two with Carson Cruz, Pure Graded X. Did, was there any human manipulation, like mind manipulation yeah, like, and pop, going pop, on there? Population control, too. We're hearing that a lot now because a lot of people are getting PSA orders now and they're getting way lower grades. So people are like, are they trying to control the population on the back end? That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so, I, I, you know... Uh, one thing I wanted to, you know, come up with up front was for each grade, you know, it's like, okay, so for the centering, you know, obviously I'm going to measure it top to bottom, left to right, front and back. I think that the front is a little bit more important than the back um, as far as it goes, but in order to stay consistent, I, I really think that you just have to treat it as a whole, right? Right. Because... Here's something that I've heard graders tell me. Uh, one of my friends, that, or not one of my friends, too, Alan, that works with me, he graded with HGA a card. And, uh, you know, something they told him when, that, when he was, he asked them about how they grade and stuff. And uh, they were like telling him, you know, well, if it's got, you know, whiting on the corners, don't even worry about it, it's going to be an 8.5. And it's like, well, what does that even mean, bro? Like, you know, if you have a look, I, on the website, I even did a Kevin Durant that I graded a nine. And I might actually have it right here. And so this card, it had 9.5 centering. Uh, the edges of this card, I don't know if you can see it, but they're absolutely perfect for a Fleur Ultra card. Fleur Ultra yeah. from, if, if you ever, if you're, you know, probably in your 30s or older, then you, Fleur Ultra was like the coolest shit ever, but the yeah. cards stuck together, right? right? So this card doesn't have any paint coming off the surface. The edges doesn't have any chipping. But the top right corner has just like a little bit of whiting. And when we, you, the website will be up and, and they'll be able to see this. I wrote cool. in the website. I said, this card graded at an average of 9.375. And we gave it an eight and a half because of the whiting showing on the corners. But the more that I get into this grading, you know, I think, you know, we have to like how we can not only you know, jump in and, and be on, you know, competing with HGA, SGC, yeah. CSG on that level. And even, you know, if we can, you know, grow quick enough, take some of PSA's market share is being transparent with our customers because, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about the greater streamlining the process and how to get the cards you know, out of the grader's hand faster, mm -hmm. you know, AI grading, all that. But, you know, something that we can do as a grading company is, okay, look, you know, a spot like this is going to be a half a point deduction. This is a you point a deduction. scale right in front of everybody, yeah. Right, yeah. Instead of having, and, and, and my slide peak is, looks like that right now. It's like, you know, it starts at 10 and it goes down and it kind of talks a little bit about it. And, you know, it may launch that way, but it, I mean, I already recorded 
one this morning. We, we're going to be 100% transparent with, you know, how we grade. You know, obviously our pop report will have this, the, the subgrades. That, that's kind of a big thing, but it's kind of not. But what I want to do is like during throughout the process is, you know, this is how we're determining a surface that's 8.5, you know. Uh, in the video this morning, there I had a Bowman or a Topps Bowman refractor Joe Adele from last year, right? Sure. Big clean surface. Um, the centering on those look weird um, because they took a, a taller card from 1989 and made mm -hmm. it into a normal side card. So uh, the edges or the border flared out and they didn't even do nothing to change it. But the, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the card companies, not anything. So, you know, I did my research on it last night and was like, okay, well, this PSA 9 looks like this PSA 10 and that PSA 8 looks like this 9. And, uh, you know, got on pro uh, PWCC. They have yeah. really high resolution scans and their scans are kind of set up of how I like to look at a card raw. It's like, you know, it's a dark background with the scan lighting it up and they got a good scanner. So obviously their pictures look good. You can tell. You can pretty much tell a surface issue from a scratch on the uh, on the slab, and uh, you know when I was looking at this Joe Adele, it had like right next to his head, it had a little ding in the in the surface, and then it had some light little scratches in one front line. And I'm like, you know, I saw plenty of 9.5s with similar surfaces. I saw tens that had this ding. I automatically thought in my head, this is I can't grade this higher than an 8.5 or a 9 because sure. my critics are going to destroy, not maybe not destroy me, but yeah, they yeah, don't know yeah. it's me grading the card. Whoever yeah. grades it, they're like, yeah, yeah it goes, back to what I, goes back to what I said earlier. When people are just pumping out 9s and 10s, nobody's going to respect that. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I don't want to be like, you know, we're, we're going to give out 10s. I've graded about 300 cards, and uh, – the number of 9.5s and number of 10s are, are, are about about equal. So you're not going to see, we're not going to be a company that's like, you know, damn it, this card's a 9.5. That's all I ever get. You know, it's going to be like, you know, you're going to have to send us a good condition card to get a 10. And, uh, you know, our 9.5 is able to have some flaws. It just, uh, we only have one 9.5 grade and it's just the average of all four subgrades are 9.5. And, that's something I want to stress is, is that I'm going to stress to my graders is, look, I don't care. You know, you can only have one 8.5 obviously on there to still be able to average 9.5 no matter what. Mm -hmm. But I don't care what's going on in your brain right now about this card shouldn't be this. If we're going to, you know, have a clear grading scale, we're going to be transparent and we're going to, you know, we're going to grade tough, but we're going to, you know, show this to our customers of how we're getting to this point and help them to be able to do that themselves. Then I think we're going to be more successful and gain on the other companies right off the bat is because, you know, hey, you don't know how to get tens at these other companies. We're going to tell you what's going to happen to a surface that has, you know, a little one or two specs. We're probably going to be able to, you know, turn our head on a lot of companies do it but when you get a print line it's a half point deduction automatically if you got a scratch there's another half a point you know 
and then you got some other little stuff over there. Well, that's automatically three things. You're going to be an 8.5. So, you know, when people are sitting in their cards to grade, it's going to help them, you know, be able to look at how much they sell for or how much they paid for it and know whether or not, you know, even if it's for personal collections, it's like, you know, I may not want to send this one in. I may want to sell this one and try to find a little bit better copy because I know how to do that now. And that's, that's what we want to, good point. you know, no matter if you're a collector or investor, you obviously get more excited when you have a card in your hand. That's, you know, not all bent up and scratched. And, right. You know, so, so. <clears throat> excuse me, you got two things. I got two questions of everything you've said that I want to throw at you. Uh, you've talked about no. submission times. You've talked about pop report. That's two things I wanted to hit on. Another thing I want to hit on, you've already talked about a little bit, customer service and transparency. Are you guys, as a company, prepared? I know you're doing the smart thing and starting off with a limited amount that people can submit, so you're off to a good start there. Are right. you guys prepared to like be lightning quick on customer service? Because that's a huge deal right now. You know, If you send an email to PSA, you may not hear for a month. If you send it to BGS, you're probably never hearing from them again anyway, because again, they use right. carrier pigeons. So are you guys prepared to handle all customer service at adequate speeds? I would say that how we're going to handle customer service is going to be, we, we have a lot of it automated on the front end. Um, and, you know, when we tell you we're going to do something, we're going to do it. So um, if you get an email from us or a message on Instagram in your chat or whatever, or on your cell phone that says, hey, tomorrow morning, uh, we're going to send you an email that says, you know, we got your order or we received your cards or whatever. We're going to do it. And, and, and like, you know, even if it is, hey, dude, your cards didn't show up here. Can you check the tracking to see what happened? You know, I mean, like, uh, I think just like, I, you know, I used to be a really big time realtor in my area. I was a realtor for 15 years. And I went to a lot of like coaching and trainings and did coachings and trainings myself sure. for, you know, newer realtors or realtors that were wanting to up their game. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I went to this one and he had this speaker and, it, you know, it wasn't even about real estate. It was about like, uh, you know, when, when you say you like, you know, if you want to have a better marriage, when you tell your wife, you're going to do something, the more times that you complete that task, <laughs> actually doing what you say you're going to do, the more times that, you know, you might get lucky that night, you know? It makes like, the relationship better, yep. Exactly. It's like you want your wife to love you, respect you, and treat you, you know, a certain way. Well, when she asks you to do something and you tell her you're going to do it by this time, well, when she looks at that time and sees it's already done, boom, there's a point. And, and it yep. works that way with customer service, too. I just used the wife because that was the example that he made for me because I was, you know, uh about to get married at the time when i went to this and was starting it out a new business in real estate and had like five or seven employees already at the time and you know my thing at that time was is that we, we'd started you know in the house and i told her i'd be out by june and uh you know it was starting to get tough because you know people we were working out of the house and people would show up and they would stay there till nine o'clock at night because the market was hot, right? right? Not like it is in this. Yep. And so, you know, I got back from there and I said, hey, on May 15th, we're going to be out of here. And we, we didn't find a spot by May 15th. 
I had to rent a hotel room. I rented from this lady that I used to, when I started in real estate, her office, her and her husband's office were next to mine. We rented this thing called like the tree house. And it was this really nice uh, loft above their garage in downtown Bentonville here. And we rented that for like a week or 10 days. And then we rented like a hotel suite uh, for the other week until they finished their, our build out. But like, you know, dude, like that, that earned me such huge points with my wife is that, you know, I started a business and I was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And we're going to do it by this day. It didn't happen like I wasn't in the office part, but I didn't tell her I was going to be in the office. I just said we're going to be out of here by the state. So right. we got out of there and it, you know, it cost me extra money to do that. But in the long run, like, you know, it was also a, a great thing because like life at home went back to normal. So, uh, you know, for life at home to be normal for people submitting cards to our company would be, you know, when you send us the cards that we say, or when you submit your order, we tell you we got it. When we get the cards, we talk to you and tell you we've got it and that somebody's going to reach out to you about your labels. When that person reaches out with you about their labels, then they're going to, um, you know, you're going to have a conversation with them. Right. And then they're going to say, hey, once, you know, these are finished grading, then we're going to send you an email about the, you know, when this is going to ship out, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then also something that we're doing differently is if you get all four subgrades of 10, we're going to offer a free custom upgrade, um, cool. to in the beginning, at least, um, just, you know, Hey, so you get contacted again. If you're sending in multiple cards, usually there's going to be a, a chance of getting all tens. I mean, like, you know, we're going to grade tough, but you know, we're also going to get a lot of modern cards and like, you know, uh, with as, as high as of the pop reports that are, are out there on these cards, like you can just go look at PSA's website and see that most of these cards tend at about 70% rate, uh, you know, on the more modern cards. So we'll get a lot of those. So a lot of people will get uh, contacted at some point during their order because, hey, uh, would you like to upgrade to a custom? You got a, you know, all tens on one of your cards. So the, and, other, the other question I wanted to lead into is, um, you mentioned earlier about, well, you actually just mentioned with modern cards and you talked a little bit about Pokemon and knowing the differences between the genres of cards. So for example, like vintage wrestling, because clearly that's what my channel is mainly focused on. Uh, right. that, the, the, there are much more condition sensitive gaming cards, you know, they're used to being played with. Are you guys planning on, okay, first, uh, it's kind of a two part. Are you going to be accepting kind of the oddball cards and vintage stuff? Or are you mainly going to stick with a certain frame? That's question one. Part two okay. is, are you going to grade everything across the same scale, whether it's modern, vintage, everything? And there's no wrong or right, or there's no right or wrong answer. It's just kind of how you guys are going to do things. Or are you taking into consideration the types of material that was involved, et cetera? Uh, well, first of all, I'll start off, you know, We'll go back to you know any card that's this height and width we will we'll be open to grading it we we won't be grading any reprints um every card when you know once we get it we're, we're going to research it if you know if we don't know much about it we're going to research it and okay obviously find it out all the information we can uh something that i feel like uh, doesn't happen at some other grading companies i'm not going to name any names but Say you send in a card and 
they just sometimes they just send the ship back and it's like you know are you there Sorry. yes they send it back and you don't know why or they just put you know miss size or blah 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 so like if anything like that ever happens or if we can't find the information on the car we're obviously going to reach out to the person that sent it in because you know what's important to us is to make our customers happy obviously we're not going to grade try we're not going to try to grade a bunch of fake cards you know i mean like yeah it, I, i'm sure that people are going to try to send in oh yeah it's gotten ridiculous nowadays the amount of sending stuff just to screw us over and make a yeah. youtube video about it like i see people doing that all the time and i'm like man like dude you know these, these people are like you know they got families and shit they got a job and you're trying to ruin it by and dude just from me going out and and figuring out how to cut labels and print them and do all this dude i can freaking make a freaking card <laughs> that looked yeah. like some of the cards you know, if I spend enough money to get a nice printer that printed white on chrome, bro, you yeah. can do that or believe you could make some of those uh, base prisms or selects or something, you know, just yeah. uh, whatever, you know, tops chrome. It yeah. doesn't matter. What what matters is, is that, you know, we're going to work with you to, to figure out what this card is, obviously. And if people are trying to do shady shit, when we reach out to them, try to work with them, we're obviously going to be able to pick it up real quick. Sure. It's like, okay, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're sending us on a wild goose chase here. You know, uh, you, you can just have all your cards back, but um, I'm sure we'll come across that when we get there. I was reading on PSA scandals last night. Uh, well, great all years. And I mean, dude, I can tell you, um, you know, I've graded a lot of cards myself. Um, a lot of them have been modern basketball, baseball, sure. football, or I'm really into um, 90s and 2000s Kobe LeBrons and stuff. Um, I had quite a few wrestling cards as a kid, but, um, I haven't went, I have that box. My mom had that box and I have it. I didn't been able to go through it yet, but nice. Um, I think like the most important thing for a grading company is not to sugarcoat things or to sure. say that they know or can do things that, you know, it's like, if you go watch PSA's one video, they dropped on their process, dude, it's like, you know, that's not even PSA graders in there in that video, bro. It's like somebody's like, you know, a bunch of dudes sitting at IBM computers from 19, 1990 in the year 2005 grading cards. It's like, bro, y'all stole those clips off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, I think if we don't know how to do something, our motto will be basically that we're going to do what we can to figure it out. And, you know, obviously if we can't, we're not going to charge you $25 to, you That's know, good. be like, Hey man, we're not grading this card. You can't have your money back. So, you know, I don't know how the refunding process works on any of that, but I have done eBay for a very long time. Most of our, you know, payments, it's probably going to be hooked up on PayPal at the beginning. So I, I'm very used to um, somebody getting a card and the a graded cards too. The case cracked on the way there. Sure. Well, that might be bullshit, but um, either way, there's nothing I can do about it. eBay, you know, PayPal, eBay, right. both go maybe refund the money. Um, so we obviously are gonna, you know, if if we can't grade it, we're we're not gonna stick it to you. We're gonna refund you or give you a free, you know, card to grade next time or two cards to grade, whatever we can do to make it right. Uh, but we don't want people to be scared to send in stuff because we know some of that oddball stuff. 
you wake up one day and the card goes for ten thousand dollars and you're exactly. like Shit, man, i've been sitting on this for six months why didn't i send it in and you send it in and there's a hundred other ones and you're, you know you lost you get a thousand for it when you could you know if you would have just sent it in and uh i know i've been buying this uh panini hoops international uh boxes that are pop zero and like every year but 2013 there were some Giannis is graded from 2013 and maybe a one LeBron and one Kobe for a while. There's probably more now. Uh, PSA, I don't turn down the 2015-16 from somebody I heard. BGS will grade it, but I, I heard people got turned down from PSA for it, and some people didn't. So, like, uh, it's inconsistent. <laughs> it's very inconsistent, man. It's like, uh, can y'all not just look and see, you know, if y'all graded one of these before or not, you know, or right. like what these are? It's like, okay, these were printed at Panini in Europe, which was where I think maybe where they started at or something, right? I mean, yeah. they made stickers in the 90s internationally. And then, uh, you know, I'm no expert, Panini expert, you know, I mean, but, you know, I, I do study like, you know, the past of the hobby. So, you know, I kind of know, sure. like, you know, when I was a kid, my brother, he took shit care of his cards and had George Brett and Robin Yunt rookie cards wadded up in his sock drawer <laughs> and when i when i first started collecting cards one day i finally got tall enough to go up and open his top drawer and i pulled out his his these two cards out of the cards that were in his his sock and baseball card drawer and you know he probably used to use it on his bicycles folks and, you know for some noise put it in his pocket in his blue jeans that were too tight in the 80s and the card, by the time I saw it, I cried to my mom. It's like, why did you let him do this? She's like, it's not your card, you know. But, you know, we'll we'll help you to learn how to take care of them better. And, you know, so, you know, I had a – my mom gave me a Bo Jackson or two. One got a nine and one got a seven. Uh, for, you know, I got them graded. Uh, so, you know, they kind of kind of – but the introduction of Chrome cards with Top's Finest with the, the peel on there, Bro, they, they put like they put that peel on there because that you know th there was a like a ninety or three sixty or one eighty from what you know cards were doing in the eighties to what people had intentions for sure. cards to do in the nineties and moving forward. I mean that's when great grading started. I think around the same time, yeah, early nineties. There you go. Top's finest came out, then it was Top's Chrome, and uh, yeah, dude. I mean, like so uh, that kind of stuff's cool to me. So uh you know researching i mean i reached out to you i think how we originally was like sure i was like dude i freaking see your wrestling cards all the time and you know probably from the time i was seven years old to 15 years old i don't think i missed a single pay-per-view like i watched every single one of them and uh i just you know yeah other things in life happen and you know sure. i still haven't got back to watch wrestling but uh you know it, it made me want to go back and uh you know, dude, the first thing I did was I went and bought, like, these cards, you know. I was like, I went and bought some. These are second, I think second year, or the third year Hulk Hogan, right? He's in 82, yep. 85, and mm -hmm. 87, right? And these are 87, I think. They and are. then there might be 185 in here somewhere. Yeah, this one's 85 here. Yep. There you go. And uh, it's funny, though, because, like, if you go on eBay, dude, they're all three rookie cards. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and so, like, I'm like, the, you know. Yeah, we got to do research and we don't mind doing it. I, I enjoy it. And I think like part of picking the people 
uh, you know, to come and, and join our team, whether, you know, is you got, you got to see the vision, you got to believe in it and you got to go out and implement it. Right. And, you know, that that's what, if, if people see this video or like, man, I want to come work for them or something, you know, it's like, well, that, that's what it's going to take. You know, we're, we're putting together a process. Um, if you believe in it, come join us. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take a stab at PSA or maybe, you know, we'll be more than just custom labels, you know, we're, you know, start a movement. And that's what it takes right. to start a movement is for, you know, one person to believe and then the like fully grasp in. And that's what, you know, Thomas and Alan, the guys that, you know, when I told them about doing this, they immediately were like, I am in, haven't quit their, their, their day jobs just yet. But if sure. I said quit, move to Arkansas right now, dude, <laughs> they'd be freaking on a plane. Like, and uh, we, we, with technology and grading and the way technology works, like we don't have to have them move here right now, you know, yeah. like I, Walmart, I work, uh, you know, or I live in, in Bentonville, Arkansas, home of Walmart here. Uh, when I first moved here back in the early 2000s, I went to the University of Arkansas for college and uh, my parents had moved up here because my brother had a kid and my dad started doing loans and real estate. And, you know, they always talk about Walmart. Everybody's moving to Northwest Arkansas because Walmart is requiring the, their vendors to have offices here. Right. Sure. But like they don't require the vendors to move here totally. It's like one or two people, right. you know, we need, we need at least this many people that or however much you know retail stuff you have in our store that's that's the kind of requirement and you know as time has went on that requirement has went down because technology has got sure. you know improved and you know you obviously well, especially with uh, our pandemic we they found ways to work around it absolutely so every other company shutting down because of covid we wouldn't shut down if covid happened we would not we might you know it might slow us down a hair but absolutely 100% positive we could operate you know even if COVID hit back May 2nd and we started May 1st we could operate on that 1500 card level for from now till the end of time like we just could like um, because the people that are involved right now could handle it and we have it set up so that you know eventually we might be able to you know have other grading locations Sure. Like, and, you know, it, it obviously would take, you know, at first that person coming here, moving, being, or being hired, training and learning under the main people here, and then being able to go back and, you know, repeat the process, you know, in another location. But like, dude, that's something that, you know, I, I don't even know that another location is like totally necessary, but it, it makes sense to me just because it takes some of the stress off of like having to hire so many people to in one location to handle an amount, to go get a much larger building to increase, yeah. you know, not just, just increase your overhead. Exactly. And so, you know, going through all the cards that are stored, like imagine if you had you and your wife or you and your kid or whatever, you had a million cards upstairs and well, you're going to go through those million cards. Well, how much quicker would it be if you and your wife were in two different places and there were 500,000 cards in each? It would take you 
way less time to find those sure. cards, process them, and get them through the, the system in order to ship them back to you graded. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a, I wouldn't say it's a long-term goal. I would say it's something that as we grow, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we, we want to be able to, you know, do that or contract out some of the stuff that is, uh, you know, like, like the labels and stuff, like we got several options that are, you know, boom, we're going to discontinue certain labels. We're going to bring them back. Uh, we're going to kind of play it like a, you know, I don't know, like, uh, like the packs. It's a series. Series one. Right. Here you go. That's a These cool idea are too. Available. Uh, it could also put know, some value on certain labels too, you know, first, the first yeah. series and whatnot. Yeah. And so there's just something different. I mean, it's like, how can we, you know, some stuff that we can do differently that, uh, you know, nobody else is doing. It, it is grading. It's hard. It, it's hard to be innovating when you're looking at the condition of a card, but. <laughs> well, I uh, think you guys are off to a, a good start with it. You're doing something different and being transparent. And you hit me before we started the show that you want to do a giveaway. So surprise, oh, tell, tell oh, everybody yeah. what you want to do. All right, cool. So, uh, I've got these wrestling cards here. I'll just go through them. Uh, you guys can comment whichever one you'd like, and uh, he'll do like a randomizer, or I will. Yep. Uh, and, uh, guys, uh, comment below, and the first comments that comment on the card you want, you will get that card. All right, cool. There you go. Uh, Nakamura so, Auto. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, 85, 85 Hogan. Hogan, number 60. Uh 87 Hogan, yep. American made. Number 35, we got number three, Hulk Hogan here. That's one of my favorite ones right it's there, a great, by the way. It's a great card. And uh, the Hulkster explodes here from the 87 set, too, I think. Yep, 87 tops. Yeah, and then Kushida, and I think that's it. But yeah, uh, yeah, just comment below. And uh, I'll probably, I probably, I'm going to randomly grade two of these cards and put a custom label on them. And then I'll just uh, ship them to Zan, and uh, yeah, he can give them away to whoever whoever gets them. Uh, but yeah, so that'd be cool. Well, I appreciate your time today, and thanks for you know taking the time to be transparent with everybody. So um, Carson, let everybody know when they can start sending cards in, and if if they want to get a hold of you now, because we're going to have this out before the company launches officially. Where can they find all the information about? Pure graded X and get a hold of you. Uh, so you can go to uh, Instagram. It's at Pure Graded X uh, on there, and our website, which we are going to be launching. Uh, I don't know what today is like fifteenth or something. We're probably gonna be launching it between now and the end of April. Uh, it's PureGradedX.com. Uh, it's not up right yet. We have a dummy site up there. We have it parked. We. We're, we're letting yeah, people sure. look at it, getting feedback. And then, uh, yeah, you'll be able to submit. Um, I think our first submission is going to be on April 30th or May 1st, um, which will be a Friday or Saturday. Our submissions, uh, like, are going to be every two weeks to start with. Uh, we're going to do the first one. The second one will be two weeks after. Uh, and then we'll go from there as, as we see how many we hire. But so you're going to uh, have a, a two-week period with a cap limit on top of that per person. Yep. Per, that's That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, per person, uh, max cards you can send is 20 
or standards is 19. You could do, a, we have, we're going to allow 20 orders of 20 cards. Uh, so 20 bulk orders. And then there are 50 um, express spots at a hundred dollars a card available in that two week window as well. We, we don't really, we, we want to be able to, you know, touch more people than, you know, just catering to making us money in the beginning, beginning, right. you know, uh, and we do, we want to keep that, keep that motto going through is that, you know, uh, because they see like, that's the huge thing with PSA. So many, like as their price increases, so many people pay that express and it gets mm -hmm. all their other, uh, levels backed up. And I'm sure they're going to try to figure out a way to, uh, combat that, but it might be eliminating any card under 75 to hundred bucks right. altogether. And yeah, so we want to, we want to slide into where SGC was when they decided to jump their prices to $75. Right. It's like, there's an opening for, dude, I was about to submit to them. Like that was on my second attempt of almost submitting to them. And they raised their price. I had my order already in there and I heard they raised their price. And I was like, shoot, well, I'm not sending that today. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't make sense. And it wouldn't, it, you know, who knows if it makes sense for us at $75 a card, but you know, at $25 a card, if you're a collector, uh, you're going to, you know, have an attractive slab to display. And if you're an investor, dude, we already know that, you know, custom or color matching slabs will, you know, can increase the price. I mean, some of them can sell for more than PSA, especially in this price range where you're sending the card, you're sending it $25. So, right. Well, thanks all for that information, guys. Make sure to check out Pure Graded X. Send them some cards, see what you think. And if you got questions beforehand, reach out to Carson and the team. Carson, thanks again for joining us. Catch you guys later. Hey, thanks. thanks for having me, man. Thanks. Thanks again for checking out both parts, one and two, of my interview with Carson Cruz from Pure Graded X. Hopefully you guys will give them a shot, kind of like I gave SGC a shot a while ago. I like their slabs, but let's be honest, they're – Customer service was okay, but everything else has kind of gone down the hill and their pricing is raised for no reason. So maybe this is a chance for a pure graded X to jump in. I'm not sure. It'll kind of be up to you guys. We'll let the market decide. Or again, it's another option for like cool lower end PC cards that you just want protected with a cool looking slab to just display very nicely. Share this all over social. Let's get the word out there about wrestling with cards and pure graded X. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show. I'll catch you next time. Yeah.